Earlier today, I, I received an email from a friend. I didn't have a chance to ask his wishes, so I, I can't mention his name. Describing the current situation in Eretz Israel and ruminating about it. There are many, many positive things happening in Eretz Yisrael. There's been a tremendous strengthening of Emunah, which manifests in many ways. Sahal ordered 300,000, exclamation point, 300,000 pairs of the special tzitzis that soldiers wear. Many of the soldiers said Shechayonu, because they had never worn tzitzis before. Mechaver has raised money and ordered 1,600 pairs of tefillin for soldiers who haven't worn them before. There are videos of the soldiers saying Shema and Ona Hashem Hoshiyana together before entering battle in Gaza. There was an interview on the radio three weeks ago of a father sitting shiva for his son who was killed in Shemini Atzeres. He's a Lubavitcher chassid from France. On the flight to Israel to bury his son, he asked his fellow travelers to put on tefillin, and they refused. Then he took out a picture of his son and said... My son won't be able to wear tefillin again. Maybe you can wear tefillin instead of him. And almost all the men on the plane put on tefillin. There's a video of the mother of the chayelet who was miraculously saved from Gaza. She was taking challah on the Friday before her daughter was released. She davens with demoos. And a few days later, her daughter was freed. The country is talking about it. A female Haver Knesset gave a five-minute speech from the Knesset podium where she says she's jealous of the mother's emuna and Kesha with Hashem. And now that second speech is being sent around. There are many more similar examples. At the same time, literally the same time, 
We have hundreds of families in Avelos. From the massacre in Shemini Atzeres. We've had 19 soldiers killed in the war. There are dozens of families with relatives who are hostages in Gaza. There are thousands of people who are displaced from their homes in the south for what could be a very long time. There are thousands of families whose husbands are away for an extended period and their home life is completely out of whack. Then he proceeds to ruminate a little bit about this confluence. So how do we how do we make sense of, of, of this extraordinary confluence? So we'll read a, a few lines. First, I'm, I'm reading from the, the Rov's volume, Out of the Whirlwind. Um, here and there, I'm, I'm, I'm skipping words, skipping some sentences. And, and afterwards, from the very beginning of, of uh, Halachic Mind. Faith is an experience of suffering. From the very dawn of our history... With the emergence of Avram, Avinu, suffering was considered both the main challenge which the covenantal community was expected to meet heroically and the great means of realizing the meta-historical destiny of this community. Avram, as the incarnation of the knighthood of faith, was a great sufferer. When we read in Bracious, dealing with the bris and, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu's pledge to Avram, the Torah has as follows. The Rav quotes it in English. Vayihi Hashem eshlovo v'sardeimo noflo al Avram. V'hinei eimo chashecho gedolo nofelo soloch. Vayomel Avram yodo ateda ki gei yezarachu be'eretz lo lohem. From time immemorial, this is the, the opening page in Halachic Mind. From time immemorial, whenever the identity of the individual and the community was shattered, man encountered God. E.g., Adam, paradisiacal man after his fall, Adam Avishan after the Chait. Moshe Rabbeinu after the ego. Religious, advent- religious experience is born in crisis. The transcendental, in quotation marks, adventure 
again in quotation marks, the flight of the alone, lowercase a, to the alone, uppercase a, is precipitated by despair. Man, in his chancing upon the contradictory and absurd in life, apprehends the vision of a hidden God. This reality that whenever the identity of the individual and community was shattered, and it can be shattered by hate, it can be shattered by suffering, it can be shattered by both, that man encounters HaKadosh Baruch Hu can and, and should be understood on, on at least two different levels. It should be understood on exo, uh, exoterically, call it halachic terms, call it religious, psychological terms, and it should also be understood in, it should be understood esoterically, in religious, metaphysical categories. But before we proceed to do that, another example of what the Rav's talking about, you have in the beginning of Sefer Shmos. At the end of, when does Moshe Rabbeinu first attain his unique level of, of Nebuah? So the Rambam writes that he attains it in the beginning of Pashas Va'era. So Moshe Rabbeinu is, is receiving, again, unique nevuah that no one before or after him has or ever will receive. The beginning of Pashas Va'eva. That's when Moshe Rabbeinu, that's the first time Moshe Rabbeinu spikes and, and, and becomes absolutely unique. And will come Navi Yisrael Kamosha Od Asher Yedo Hashem Panim Al Panim. What happens at the end of Parshas Shmos? Moshe Rabbeinu sinned. Moshe Rabbeinu Lamazeh Shalachtoni Meoz Bosi the Dabel Parashvacha Heirel Am Hazeh VeHatzal LeVitzalto Samecha. And and in the aftermath of that chayt, so Moshe Rabbeinu then encounters HaKadosh Baruch Hu in the highest level that any any human being ever has or will. What, what's the pshat? The, the chitzonius of life entices, distracts, and diverts. What does the chitzonius of life denote? What does it include? Anything and everything which doesn't either directly or indirectly connect HaKadosh Baruch Hu. One can go for a walk or a jog on a beautiful spring day and enjoy it very much, 
And the enjoyment is framed by a bochi nafshi sense of Marabu Masach Hashem. Alternately, one can go on a jog that day and enjoy it with no greater transcendental context. One can listen to music, enjoy the music very much, and be religiously inspired by the lyrics. One can listen to music and enjoy, period, without it being part of something bigger. One can go to work, enjoy one's job, find it challenging and satisfying, support his family, but he's motivated by Godel Hananim Yigir Kapov. He's motivated by Kol Mishenu Melamidus Beno Umnus Kilo Melamdo Listus. He's motivated by the importance of being Osek B'Derech Eretz. Or he can go to work and enjoy his career. Period. A person can feel secure in life, which also helps foster a sense of joy, because he's financially secure, in good, robust health, or he can feel secure in life and have a tremendous simcha sachayim, because life is good. It's an extraordinary brach of HaMakadosh Baruch Hu to be alive. A person can feel secure because he feels that his fellow countrymen are decent, civilized people maybe even philo-Semites. Well, you can feel secure because Hine lo yonon velo yishan shomer Yisrael. A person can feel a much-needed sense of belonging because he identifies with ostensibly moral causes and the communities that grow around those causes. He can go out and join the Black Lives Matter protests and feel a part of something bigger, ostensibly a moral cause. Or he can feel a sense of belonging as a part of the Jewish people who are bound together as HaKadosh Baruch Hu's people. The Chitzonius of life, as mentioned, is alluring and distracting. Ostensibly, it provides a home, an identity, a community, but it also separates 
When in the words of the Rav, the identity of the individual and or community is shattered, shattered by hate, catastrophe or both, he encounters HaGadosh Baruch Hu because all the chitzonius is stripped away. The Eloi Chesev, Eloi Zoev melt away. He discovers that an inordinate number, not all, but an inordinate number of his fellow citizens are busy attending pro-Hamas demonstrations. In the wake of the catastrophe the chitzonius that seemed enjoyable before becomes totally meaningless. And, and what's left? What is a person left with? The, the, the most beautiful <coughs> story from Hasidus that I know concerns two, two brothers from the Chernobyl dynasty, Bibiachin and Rachmistrivka, and his older brother, David Altalma. Rebdavid Altalma, in, in his day, 19th century Ukraine, he was nifted in the 1880s, was known far and wide as a Paul Yeshua. People flocked from all over. When you needed a Yeshua, that was your address. So his, his brother, who had his own chotzer, he was also a Rebbe, once said to him, How are you able to... How, how do you do it? When people come to me, I daven with all, all the kavonis and all the yichudim. doesn't go. How do you do it? So Abdullah Talmud said, I'll, I'll tell you. He said, when they come to you, someone who's tzibach and someone who's broken comes to you, so you receive him with covered malachim. You, you receive him regally. And you embrace him figuratively and literally with, with love. And, and, and you give him such a generous, bountiful, overflowing bracha. He says, when they come to me, he says, first of all, I have to wait four months before I let them in. And during those four months, they sleep on the hard, cold bench in the Vesmedrash. When finally their turn, their, 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 their turn to come in and talk to me comes, so before they go in, the Gabbai goes over to them and, tells, and, 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 and warns them, you have two minutes with a rabbit, and don't you dare even think about overstaying those two minutes. 
at this point, when he finally comes in, he's so nervous. The first 30 seconds, he can't even talk. Finally, he begins to talk, to tell me what he wants to talk about. The Gabbai comes barging in and yells at him, One minute, Mechutzif! Just one minute left. He can't even talk. At the end of this two-minute audience, I say something very ambiguous. He leaves my room. He's even more tzibachen than when he came in. And he gives a kracht. He thinks to himself, this was, this was the last address. This was my last hope. He's supposed to be the Paul Yeshua. And, and look, nothing. He leaves my room. He's more tzibachen than when he came. And he gives a kracht. He gives a sigh. And he says, I have no one other than you. In Shamayim, Abdullah said, they're waiting for that kracht. Whenever the identity of the individual and community was shattered, man encounters Akash Baruch. The Rav says the same point as, as this story. What happens in the beginning of Sefer Shmuel? What, what, what prompts Chana, Tfila, which HaKadosh Baruch Hu answers? She goes up with uh, Aliyah Levega with Alkana. And again, she's, she's very tzubachan about that, 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 that she's and Akara, that she's childless. And Elkanah says to her, Lama Sivke, the Lama Yeva Levavech, why are you crying? Why are you so despondent? Hello, Anochi Tovloch, may Asar Banan. No, the love that I shower upon you, isn't that, that, that surpasses the love you'd have from, uh, from, from, from ten children. So says the Rav, so until this point, Hannah thought there was, there was one person in the room, one person in the world, who at least understood her pain. But she wasn't entirely alone, who sheared in her suffering. And she sees it's not true. She sees that her husband doesn't get it either. And what happens? She doesn't. Not for the first time, but she dabbles like she never dabbled before. And I'm going to show her instance. Whenever the identity of the individual and community was shattered, man encountered a Kodesh The esoteric perspective, the metaphysical perspective, Tzach Leida Ne'amona, says the Balatanya. 
כי אף מי שדי תוקצרו בידי השם. ואין לו לב להבין בגדולס אין סוף ברכו. להולד ממנו דחילו ורחימו. ירא ואהבה. Skipping a few words. אף על פי כן קרוב אליו הדוב המאוד, even such an individual. די תוקצרו. אין לו לב להבין בגדולס אין סוף. even such an individual. קרוב אליו, 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 קרוב There's an Ava, there's, there's a hidden Ava inside the Jewish heart. Shehi Yerushalonu me'avoseinu. And in the next parak, V'lachein nikres Ava zo b'nefesh alokis Sheritzona וחפצו לדבק בהשם חיי החיים ברוכו it's נקרס בשם אהבה מסותרס because כי היא מסותרס ומכוסה בלבוש שק דקליפה בפרשי ישראל אך Skipping several lines. L- listen to this. L- this is... This is eerie. This is eerie. Kishaboyim lidei nisoyon bedvar emuna. Something happens which is a challenge to emuna. Ach kishaboyim... And referring even to, to people... I mean, the Balatanya is talking even about Poshe Yisrael, who perhaps, you know, who, 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 who bear responsibility for that. And uh, e- even, even them, but Al-Achaz Kama V'Kama, those who simply don't know any better. Ach kishabon lidei nisoyun bidvar emuna, shehilamala me'adas, oz hinei ora, ונגו עד הנפש, עוז עזי הנה אורה, the nefesh is awakened, מי שנוסה, ופועלס פעולוסה בכוח השם המלובש בו. כשבוא, סקיפינג אין פיו ליינס, כשבוא לידי ניסויון בדבר אמונה בהשם אחד, היא בחינס חוכמה שבנפש האלוקיש שבו מלאו באשעור אין סוף ברוך הוא, הרי כל הקליבוס בטלם ומבוטלם. והויו כלא הויו ממש לפני השם.
And he describes, he describes, that's what those videos of, of Shema Yisrael Hashem Lekan Hashem Echad are showing. That's what the Ona Hashem Moshiach is showing. Is what what what, what the Balatanya is describing. So we have a perspective on, 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 on this dialectical confluence of of, of Avelus and and Hisobus. And Avelus precipitated by a, a, a catastrophe that uh, Is, 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 is impossible to, to adequately describe. So how, what is what is a person what is a person feeling when seeing the, 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 the Shiva houses across the country? Most recently, with the death of Chayalim for 18-year-olds, for 19-year-olds, for 20-year-olds, but also seeing this incredible hisorus So it's important to understand. Maybe a paradigm is provided by the the. That the Rambam you saw the Atar, the Rambam is talking about the the dual mitzvahs of Avas Hashem and Yiras Hashem. So the Rambam Perigvez Alachavez, as you know, writes Vehechi Adarach Avosu Viyiraso. B'Shor she is born in Ha'odim B'Masa V'Buah V'Nifloim Hagedolim. When a person reflects on Hakadosh Baruch Hu's great, wondrous handiwork and 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 creations. He sees the inestimable, infinite Chochmah. So immediately he takes the first step in terms of Ava. He praises, he glorifies HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And, and, and there's this irresistible attraction 
He's drawn magnetically to Agudah Shabbos. Misave Taivu Gadol Leda Hashem Agudah Kemosha Omer David Soma Nafshi Lelokin Lekel Choy. David Melach he thirsts for Agudah Shabbos. His soul thirsts for Agudah Shabbos. Says the Rambam Unkshem Mechashev B'Dvarim Ha'ilu Atzman. But when he then reflects on this same, the same Masavubu of Haniflom Hagadolim, the same reflection. Miyadu nirtal achorav, he recoils. V'yira v'yafached, he's terrified. V'yedashu biryaktana shvela afela. And he realizes how tiny and puny and inconsequential he is. So maybe logically, these two reactions if you just sort of think about it logically, maybe they're contradictory. But the reality is that HaKadosh Baruch Hu arouses within a person both of those simultaneously. And whether they're logically compatible or not, I don't know, but in terms of human experience, they coexist. But but even in even in Mida the Alma sometimes contradictory uh, emotions coexist. I don't know when you when you see people on the, on a roller coaster. So so they're screaming, and the screaming clearly is that they're terrified and exhilarated simultaneously. They're screaming because they're they're, they're they're terrified, but they're also. They, 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 they get some kind of uh, some kind of high out of it. So the the, the, the teva of a person is that when we experience something which simultaneously elicits what perhaps logically are contradictory states of being of mind. They coexist within us, and, and, and we experience both simultaneously. <coughs> What's our reaction? We, we should be crying and grieving. We should be desperately davening for the welfare of each and every chayel. If only Kal Yisrael will do tshuva and daven the way we need to, not a single chayal has to die. Not a single chayal has to die. Rabbi Hashem can figure out how to how to destroy evil without without there being kavanos. So we cry, we grieve. We desperately daven, and simultaneously, we're warmed. There's a, there's a sense of warmth. There's a glow by the reality of Gamki Elach Vigetzal, Gamki Elach Vigetzal, Moves Lo Yivavah Kiatoi Modi. Shiftucha. What's what's Shiftucha? Shiftucha Mishantucha Hemi Achemuni. What's what's Shiftucha? 
Kiyake Ishes Avdo Oasamasa Vashavit. It's what you use to hit someone. So Shiftacha. Hey, Yanachamune. Is is it contradictory? Yeah, it is contradictory. But but that's that, that's the, the, the essence of, of of life and, 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 and that's again the, the, the reality but but also the, the potential in, in, in the current matzah.